0: Here we go. Five, four, three, two, and one.
1: How's it going, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to the old school, new school podcast. I am Will Charles Egan. And of always, as always, oh, yeah.
0: we're starting off great today. Starting
1: off on the good foot. <laughs> Chris Meekins. Hey, hey everybody. How are you today? This is the tenth and final week of our mini series, Baller yes. for Jesus. It's yes. weird to think that it's already over.
0: It's it is. It's like time is flying by, but Yeah. Hey, well, all good things have to come to an end. But, absolutely, but who's the, what? Maybe next week's going to be even better than the absolutely. best ever. The best is yet to come.
1: Maybe the best episode that we'll do yet will be next yeah, week. Yeah, I think we'll we'll probably have all these episodes in a playlist on YouTube, just to kind of compile this all in one spot. If you want to re-listen to this, if you need yeah. that advice, and then we'll you know kind of have that tie in with a book or something yeah. that maybe we'll write in the yeah, future. Yeah. Hey, what, ideas. Uh, so what's
0: going on with you? Everything good? Uh, job's good.
1: Yeah. Well, everything's everything's perfect. No, but everything's good yeah. so far. So yeah. good. You know, we've got ideas for the future. We've got potential things happening. My my roommate might get another. We're speaking this into existence here. My my, ro- my roommate might get another job, and I might take his current job. So we'll we'll okay. see. But then I might another guy at my job was like, "Let's talk business. Let's go to a Starbucks and talk." And I was like, "Okay." So okay. lots of different potential opportunities. Just. Remaining faithful to what I'm called to now. and We'll see where it leads, yeah, you know.
0: There you go. You just got to do the next right thing. Mm-hmm. There's a book on that, doing the next right thing. It's a great book. Is that what it's called? Yeah, it's called there Do the go. Next Right Thing. Uh, so anyway, so here we are, mm-hmm. week 10. Why don't you go ahead and read yeah. that verse?
1: So this is Be a Bright Light. Oh, huh, That's so nice.
0: So nice.
1: It's Proverbs 4, verse 18. It sounds it says, like
0: a, a Frozen song. <laughs> be a bright light.
1: The path of righteousness is like the morning sun, shining ever brighter till the full light of day.
0: Hmm. So, so the thinking is that um, the thinking is that your life is a bright light. You're, mm-hmm. If you if you walk in obedience to what God's called you to do, you will be a bright light. You yeah. will be when people walk in. I was thinking of uh, the. Uh, just the other day I was reading uh, my devotion and it was talking about Peter yeah. and after he had all his troubles and all that other stuff mm-hmm. they it's written that he was so filled with God's Holy Spirit mm-hmm. and that he um, healed people Yeah, he did all kinds of stuff oh, yeah, that actually people wanted this. they'd line the streets when he walked by just so that his sh- shadow mm-hmm. they would sit in his shadow mm-hmm. Um, have you ever read that before?
1: Yeah, that's an act, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah just his it's like the you know, the verse we were just reading it last night in Matthew nine of you know, the woman that touched Jesus' robe. You know, just so I can be in the presence of this person. That person is so holy and so If I touched so his robe that
0: just was touching him. Yeah. I'm golden.
1: Right. That I'm going to be healed. Yeah. That's crazy to think that somebody could be so like radiant with the spirit of God. And the
0: same thing happened to Moses when he was coming down Mm -hmm. off the, off the Hill. Yeah. He was doing a ski trip. Yeah. He he was skiing down down Mount Sinai. (laughs) (laughs) Mount Sinai. Yeah. He he came off the, the the mountain and he had such a glow on him Mm -hmm. that they, he had a, he was radiating that they put a a, a veil over his face. Yeah. Uh, I like the story of Peter better just because Peter, (laughs) we all know Peter was like, yeah, that's, Bunch of crap, right? Yeah, throw lightning. We'll kill them all. Okay, (laughs) to go from that to being such a uh, a bright light Mm -hmm. of representing God, Jesus, the Holy Spirit, Mm -hmm. the Trinity, that even his shadows and people were getting healed just from being in his shadow. Mm. Now, for a an unbeliever or someone that's new to faith, someone that's old to faith, mm-hmm. that's hard to grasp sometimes. Yeah. Oh, that sure. I'm that just me mm-hmm. being in prison. I mean we're pretty pleased with ourselves being in the room. <laughs> right. I'm just joking. I'm right. pretty cool. Uh but <laughs> but this is like a true story of you knew mm-hmm. that Peter was in the room. You oh, yeah. knew that he had a relationship with God.
1: The man has showed you, up.
0: You you saw him and you're like all right, something going on here, mm-hmm. and I want to be in the shadow. And so th- when we do these things, and you, you had uh, talked about a way of tying these all together. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Well, when you have the last week, it's be a bright light. It's kind of like Matthew 28 where Jesus stops and says, all right, now go out into the world and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Be a bright light is kind of the perfect way to end this, you know, steps to a spiritual purpose or baller for Jesus mini series is it's kind of like you take everything that you've learned thus far and then you go and be a bright light and it it can really be summed up in like two i'd say two different two different ways of living it's be right with god and then be right with others you know love others or be righteous around others yeah i read that some point yeah jesus kind of summed up the entire commandments in those two lines as well and it's You know, you've got total surrender to God, complete obedience to God, be holy and humble, be totally dependent on God, and then be debt canceling with others, above reproach. Yeah, be forgiving with others, above reproach around others, serving everybody, loving everyone well, and then taking your story of goodness and being a bright light into all the world. And that's kind of the whole point of how to be a baller for Jesus, how to be somebody that is a Christ follower. As I like to say, it's. You got to be right with God first, because I like how that's the first right. bit of this. If you
0: don't have a, a relationship with God, right. where You're like, okay, I don't know if I believe that, mm-hmm. but because you said so, I'm going to go ahead and do it. There's right. a, there's a verse where um, Peter and a bunch, a couple other apostles were out in the uh, ocean, mm-hmm. out in the lake or mm-hmm. whatever yeah. it was. What is sea that? Sea of Galilee? Was that a sea? Technically, Down yeah. the sea. Mm-hmm. I've gallery. actually been
1: there. It's kind of like a lake. Is it cool? Yeah.
0: Is it like Lake Erie? It's pretty.
1: Yeah. It's big and it's still. The water's very, very still. It's not like you know you think of an
0: ocean with waves. It's like a big lake. So Jesus yells out, "Hey!" And they're out in the boat, mm-hmm. and they recognize. And he uh, said, like, "Throw your net on the other side." Mm-hmm. And the verse kind of goes like, "Lord, we've been out here all night long, and <laughs> we haven't caught anything. Nothing. But because you said so." Mm-hmm. I'll do it and they when they threw out the nets they caught such a large amount of fish that the nets began to break and that's mm-hmm. when Peter like jumps out of the water jumps out of the boat swims in. yeah you know, and he's like ah, it's Jesus. It's oh my gosh but but the point is is that doing these things and walking out in obedience it does not mm-hmm. come naturally right yeah so if you think that well I really don't want to be forgiven well yeah, that's not easy. Right. But if you figure out how to do it, yeah, there's some freedom mm-hmm. and there's some growth that happens yeah. because of that.
1: Sure, absolutely. It's the best way to live. It's the only way to really have a full life is, you know, the, the fullness of spirit that comes with living for
0: God is unparalleled. Yeah. And and saying this is it's the answer. This is not the answer. This isn't the, you know, mm-hmm. put in flour, add sugar, right? Stir it with the, you know, mm-hmm. add some butter. This is not directions to make cookies. Yes, these are things that have changed my life. And when mm-hmm. I do that, now this is where I want to go today. Okay. Expect opposition.
1: Oh yes. Oh, this is a perfect way to go. tell the
0: tell the <laughs> folks what opposition is. what do, What do we mean by opposition?
1: Spiritual attacks, so things that you might, from a, a secular perspective, things that might look like just random coincidences. But when you have the Christian lens, you can start to understand that when you begin to do a good thing, you'll see that the enemy, the spiritual enemy, you know, the kingdom of Satan, will start to push against you and they'll realize that, This guy is on fire for God. This guy is... He's going forward. Yeah, this guy or girl is really doing a good thing for God, and we don't like that. So you'll begin to see things in your day-to-day life begin to go wrong, or things will start to be a little different. And you start to... if If you were really shaken by the wind, if you're really pushed over easily you'll start to say this is too hard I want to give up I'm
0: I'm scared right yeah I pretty much can figure out Mm -hmm. how to live here
1: yeah and it's a good way to root yourself deeper in God when you start to face that first wave of trials is this is where God will really see how you put your faith in him when you start to have opposition like some of the things that you're experiencing you want to divulge a little bit of that
0: <laughs> well it's it's interesting i'm i this last week i mean it's just been uh, inst, uh incident mm-hmm. after incident coincidence after yeah just i i feel right now my wife's in the other room having a like a meltdown yeah uh because <laughs> Of spiritual warfare. Mm-hmm. She's starting a, a, a discipleship group. Yep. It's all wrapped out. It's going to reach women. It's going to mm-hmm. do things. Well, you know, four days after before, people are like, hey, I don't think I want to do this anymore. And you're like, why? What? Well, I think what? that God doesn't want me to disciple other women. Mm-hmm. Okay? And you're, you've are you done all this work. You've done all the plan. And then all right. of a sudden, some, uh, sometimes I think uh, the last eight weeks that I've been doing this car wash yeah. <laughs> has, been, has been about the car wash. And, some t- and part of me is like, no, this is more opposition because of what you're teaching. Mm-hmm. Sure. Because when you start teaching, if you talk to any pastor, they'll go, oh, I have to live through my message mm-hmm. the week before. Yeah, <laughs> like, we're going to talk about being a good husband. Oh, wait a minute, I was a bad <laughs> husband. We're going to well, be about a, a good steward. Oh, wait a minute, well, my car just broke and it's going to cost me yep. six thousand dollars to fix my brand new car because that one thing goodness. that happened mm. wasn't covered, right? Or on uh, thirty six thousand and one miles. Uh huh.
1: Yeah, it's just over and, the limit. Yeah, uh. and that's
0: what's happened. My car did this shot today, and so, so, I, I feel like. Every one of these things have been pushed on me yep. in the last couple of weeks. And I'm, I was with a guy last night. We were talking, and he's like, you seem like you're a little aggravated. I'm like, no, I'm not a little aggravated. I'm just like, I, I don't know if I can take it. I'm a lot
1: aggravated, actually. Last
0: night something <laughs> happened, and uh, it just, you know, again, it's just a situation Yeah. that I couldn't go to bed without getting on my knees and mm-hmm. saying, okay, God. I for, I'm gonna forgive them. I don't think that I should. I don't think that I'm wrong, mm-hmm. and I don't think they even know that they're wrong. Mm. They're yeah. just like,
1: right, being themselves,
0: being themselves. Just, but I need to go to sleep. Yeah, and right. so I had to get by the side of the bed. I had to say, God, I'm I'm releasing these people to you. Your word says, cast your cares upon me, and I you know, something like that. Something and, like that. Yeah. How yeah.
1: It well, it also says something like you know, don't let the sun set on a argument or something like that. I don't Cause
0: know. at, at one o'clock in the morning, yeah. the devil then wakes you up going, what are you going to do about that? Right. They're <laughs> ripping you off. And so, and so as you walk out and then you would say, well, why would I want to be a Christian then mm-hmm. if it's going to come after Yeah. Me? Well, because the opposite is the devil. What he does is he says, Oh, it's, and it started with the fall. I'll mm-hmm. oh, just, it's, Surely you won't die. Did he really say that? It's
1: fine. You'll be fine.
0: Just stay where you are. Yeah. And not that God didn't, I don't want to say God didn't punish him, but Mm -hmm. God withdrew his blessing from them. And it's like, oh, you want to work? Okay, here you go. It's like like people that uh, they talk about heaven and hell. Mm-hmm. Nobody's saying you're going to go to hell. God does not send you to hell, right? What ends up happening is people say, "Well, I don't want God." Mm-hmm. Okay, well, you're going to get what you wish for.
1: Reap what you sow. Yeah, absolutely. This is the like when people talk about, you know, I don't want to be a Christian because it sounds hard or it sounds boring. It's like you got to have an eternal perspective. That's really the whole point of the ministry and the whole point of being a Christian is what happens after you die is the kingdom coming this yeah. is this is what happens after we die that there are people that are judged and if you are accept if you have accepted Christ in your life then you can live forever right. and it, when you are a christian you have to have this eternal perspective of what is happening here is temporary but it's getting me ready for what is to come so when people have a secular perspective they don't believe that there is anything after and so they lose that mindset that Christians have that this is only temporary. And while it might seem like, why be a Christian? Because this just sucks and everything starts to go horribly for me. It's like, well, it's because it's more important than feeling comfortable now.
0: And, and that you can, you know, I'm all about relationships. That's, just, mm-hmm. that's the most important thing. Oh, yeah. Me. And so I want to be in relationship with people. Well, mm-hmm. if I want to be in relationship with people, they're gonna say I need to be a bright light. So they Absolutely. go, well, "What happened?" And I'm like, "Well, I forgave them. Mm-hmm. How did you forgive them for that?" Well, I actually didn't. I asked God to do that. Yeah. and that's just or it's I, um, I'm I'm not going to bring up this thing, this argument. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna let it go. Yeah. Oh, it doesn't that make you weak? Doesn't that make you a, you know, big wuss?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Maybe, but Perhaps. guess what my wife loves me, my kids love me, mm-hmm. Will loves me. <laughs> right. I, 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 There's a lot of people that don't. What do they say? There's 10% of people that hate you, 10% that love you, and there's mm-hmm. 80% that really doesn't care. Really don't care, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. there's 80%. Not everybody's that concerned yeah. about you. Everybody driving down B Ridge is not going, I wonder what Chris is thinking to me. Yeah,
1: right. Oh, man, I really wonder how this affects Chris they Meekin's didn't life. They know
0: that I was on my bed right. praying last night. Yeah,
1: and they, they don't think about that, and they don't care. And that's because you don't have to please others. Right. When you're being a bright light, you're impacting the... What is another thing about being a bright light that's a huge weight off my shoulders? That it's not about me. Right. You know, like we were talking about this in our little Bible study last night. It was when you pray for others, it's not the power that you have. Like, I'm going to just... Oh, this is going to work. This is going to work. He's right. going to be healed. He's going right. to be healed. It's not you. It's, it's not how hard you can think about praying and think about how they're going to be healed. It's just your willingness and your acceptance that god can because you are not healing the person it's god that is healing the person through you you're just a faucet you know the faucet doesn't cause water to come out it's the myriad of pipes behind it all the faucet has to do is open itself and allow water to flow through it and that's what provides the water and that's how we provide healing that's how we are a bright light to others is it's not by my own strength because that is such a relief for all of us is that it's not it's not what I can do because I'll fall short every single time. It's just my acceptance and my belief that God has and that God can and that he's going to speak through me. You know, when you hear, if you've ever listened to a, a sermon before you, a lot of the times you'll hear pastors, when they're praying at the beginning, they'll talk about, Lord, not my words, but yours, or like speak through me or something like that. And that's that's that example of God working through them. And it's kind of, you know, taking a step to the side and allowing the Lord to work in you and not just you babble on about your own life and about what you know. Because there's only so much that you can do as a Christian and as just a human being. If you want to impact others, when you've got that supernatural superpower inside yeah. of you, you yeah. are just, I mean, the sky's the limit. you know.
0: And it's uh, its almost like this podcast. You go, okay, mm-hmm. well, let's just have a podcast. It's fun and you and I can, we can talk about anything right. anytime we want. But then it requires some work, mm-hmm. and then you go, well, well, I don't really want to show up. And I really <laughs> don't want to buy a microphone, and uh-huh. I don't want to put it on the line. Yeah, and then you're, but, but at the end of the day, it's like, well, why do we do that? Well, mm-hmm. because we both believe that God,
1: yeah, called us to said, this.
0: hey, you, you guys would be good at this, mm-hmm. and, and Here why we are. are we doing it? Well, because we're putting God's message Mm -hmm. out into the universe yeah just what it is that's what it is that's my job sure and i get to enjoy that so so Mm -hmm. it's like painful sometimes to sit here with you
1: (laughs) 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 same here chris vice versa (laughs) okay this is our at last episode (laughs) yeah this is that no No,
0: as painful it is to do the work and set it up and blah Mm -hmm. blah 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 right when we walk out of here i don't think you you can understand this there's Mm -hmm. this like and I, I'm not saying it's being pleased
1: with it. There's, <laughs> there's this ego that builds up in my now, stomach.
0: There's this thing that happens that like I feel really good about that. Mm-hmm. Now, how many people are reaching? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Right. I'm doing what God told me to do, and I have this new sense of accomplishment, mm-hmm.
1: purpose, or, or direction.
0: Direction that, because like, God's always saying, "You don't. You just do what I tell you to do, mm-hmm. and I'll make it happen." Yes. And so that's what we have to have. So that's one, mm-hmm. two, two, I think we've talked about the, the book, the art, the, the war of the art. war of art. Yes. And it's talking about, push, forget being a Christian. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's talk about running a marathon. <sighs> okay. You run a marathon. You don't wake up and you're going, okay, this is a, a marathon, mm-hmm. but you push through this like pain. Oh yeah. This wall mm-hmm. to get to the other side. Right. And once you finish a marathon, you're like, I pretty much can do anything. Well, what does that have to do with running for two and a half hours at three right. or four hours? Yeah. <laughs> Probably five for me. You could do it faster than that. Yeah. I, I did it four hours and three minutes. Really? Yeah. I'm not a runner. I hate I, running. Well, <laughs> so anyway, uh so the War of Art talks about you there's there's Resistance. in the universe. Yeah. There's this energy we mm-hmm. like to call it opposition yeah opposition we'll call it god whatever there's there's walls and you have to push through mm-hmm. you go and put a fire fireman yeah you need to okay right now i want to go home and get a different job but today <laughs> we need to push through this fear yeah we need to push to the other side and we need to get done with this you can quit tomorrow mm-hmm but when you get done with that fire, you're like, yeah. this one's freaking awesome. This is the best job ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, this is awesome. This is the best. I got something to talk about for a long time. Oh, yeah. Endless when you stories. Finish a, when you finish a marathon, mm-hmm. this is who I am. I can I've, do anything. I finished it. I can pretty much do anything. Mm-hmm. And just like with you, finishing college.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I never, I never had a, a high school graduation. One, because I decided to do homeschooling, which is I regretted it but I also learned a lot it was like the best and worst thing I ever did because I'm extremely extroverted Mm -hmm. and I I hung out with like three people as opposed to hanging out with hundreds of people every day right and so for me I was like I'm dying but on the other hand I got to focus a lot more on you know personal growth I got to start writing a lot more I got to begin dual enrollment in college so I got the the ball rolling early on that but I never had like a graduation ceremony because COVID as well right this is the you know graduating class of 2020, the worst year to graduate ever. Ever. I had no cap, no gown, no graduation ceremony, no prom, no grad bash, no nothing, and so I was always like, "Dang it, that sucked." But when I and I would always been saying like, you know, high school graduation, it isn't the most important thing because it's not like you have a choice. You know, when you graduate high school, it's like I did the thing that I that I'm had to that do. I'm supposed to do, right? <laughs> Graduating college, on the other hand, that's another thing because you chose to do that and you decided which major and then you pushed through it. And when I graduated college, it was like, finally, I got the thing that I was looking for. And I actually deserved it because I chose to put in the work and it wasn't like a mandatory assignment or anything. So that's what that's what the difference is. And kind of with the faith is when you when you finish the job, when you get the job done, it's all the more rewarding because it's not a thing that you chose to do. I mean, you, you can choose not to, and you'll live an easier life that you'll just coast through. But at the end of eternity, you'll have a lot to, to right. pay for. Whereas with this life, when you choose to follow Christ, it's carrying your cross daily. Yeah. But the end product is so much more rewarding.
0: Jeremy, you ever meet someone that, um, when well, you are young yet, but uh, that's gone through a uh, battle with cancer, and they get... they. They're like, okay, I'm healed. Yes, they're yeah. like they're like a bright light. Yeah, you, you go, oh my gosh, how'd you do that? And mm-hmm. they go, well, this is what happens. And they feel, yeah, it, it was horrible, mm-hmm. but when they meet someone that's going through the same thing, mm-hmm. they can say, hey, listen, I was there, right? Yeah, and I know what you're feeling. I I feel your pain. Mm-hmm. I I whatever. And so so th- being a bright light. Is really about a, a Christian, a new Christian, saying, "I, I don't have to tell you. I want you to see mm-hmm. that my life has changed since I've been in this relationship with Jesus." Yeah, and and being a bright light is just doing life well mm. and saying, you know, it's it's what's going on with this car wash. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. You would be amazed at how many people want to talk to me about the car wash. Really? You would be amazed at how many people want (laughs) to tell me how and what I need to do.
1: Oh, yes.
0: But here's the funny thing. They're like, this is awesome. Mm -hmm. I I just want to have a conversation with you because this is like, why would you do that? I'm like, well, because I want to see what God's going to do with me. Yeah. I was thinking I could make some extra money. There you go. Yeah. Maybe maybe, not immediately. Maybe not today. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe not yet. But. They say, well, what happened? Well, I believe that God gave me permission, so I'm mm-hmm. not feeling bad about making a mistake anymore. Right. Yes. God allowed me to do this. Mm-hmm. Now my job is to say, okay, God, how can I do this to the best to bring glory to your name? Mm-hmm. Because everything I do should be a reflection of who he is. Yeah. That's being a bright light. Mm-hmm. You're being a reflection of God in your life and yes. saying, this is what's going What about when you do something wrong? Yeah. You're not being a very bright light. <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're being a dim light right you're now. You're being a black light. No. <laughs> <laughs> you're not doing your job very well. But but it's uh, it's know this. Uh, ask, send us an email. I'll I'll respond to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but <clears throat> if you want to grow in your faith, mm-hmm. if you want to get out of where you are, y- it takes work. Mm-hmm. If you want to be a fireman, you got to go to fire school. Yeah. If you want to be a psychiatrist, you got to. go to college college and get a degree and and actually do something with a degree. Yes. Yeah. But if you don't do something about Mm. anything, you're just going to get pushed back and then, and then you're going to go, ah, I should, I guess I should have, you know, I should have bought that house or I should have said hello to that. Good looking girl. girl." There you go. You're allowed to say that. I'm not allowed to say that. You're allowed to say that. I'm 67. Well, that's true. (laughs) That's okay. Fair. Uh, or say hi to that person because mm-hmm. that's what we do yeah we say hi to people. Mm-hmm. So Talk to people we will probably have a shortest one so far because i'm i'm out
1: well i can keep going oh go here's my thing is okay. just, i can just keep, keep talking going. no but the um what was i gonna say i was gonna say something <laughs> <laughs> we do this a lot with being a a bright light with meeting resistance is you can choose not to push back against the resistance like you're saying and you'll just keep getting pushed back over and over and over again. And that's 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 being the stagnant life is choosing not to go on the adventure. You know, this morning I was listening to Jordan Peterson talk about Jonah and uh, Elijah and, you know, choosing the journey. And that's the whole point of the book of Jonah is he had a— or a- Abraham was another great example. Is he had a perfect life for 75-some years, okay. and he never chose to go on the adventure and follow God until— you know, the the voice of his conscience, the voice of God in his head said, all right, it's time. Now you can stand up and let's go. Because you can, again, you can choose to just kind of have everything that you wanted or even be like Jonah and just kind of live whatever and be bitter and not have everything that you wanted and just kind of exist and kind of, like I said, coast through life. But being called to the adventure is more rewarding and more needed. I mean, you, you can't have people that run the world that don't choose to go on the adventure right the whole point of life is deciding to face the resistance face the adversity like i love in that the book the war of art is that in in it's specifically to creativity is meeting the resistance head on and pushing back against it because the natural human inclination is to sleep in until <laughs> 1 p.m and not do anything that day and just Sit around I used watching to say, I, I like
0: to get up at the crack of noon.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's on my off days. One of those oh, that sounds really nice right now. Yeah. But you you have the inclination on your your natural tendencies to just do nothing and slack off. But deciding to actually carry your cross Sorry. and set your phone's ring again, you fool. <laughs> Deciding to carry your cross is the hardest thing, and then you'll meet resistance and distractions. Yeah, like the phone ringing just all there, all the time, all the time, because you can you can veer off the path very easily.
0: Yeah, I have a friend that he's he's always on his phone checks it mm. He's like, I can listen and read. I go, well, I can't talk and watch. Yeah, I can't watch you do that and talk at the mm-hmm. same time.
1: Oh, that's don't get me started about cell phones. I could go off on a whole podcast. We could do a whole podcast about the impact of like social media and cell phones because I think that's. Maybe the single worst thing that's happened to the human race. I mean, it's like it's a necessary evil. Which is crazy. It's crazy because you can't really get by in the the modern world without a cell phone. But
0: especially when Grandpa, great great Grandpa Jones Uh is is yes watching TikTok while he's waiting for his card. It's so weird. It's (laughs) so weird to watch. (laughs) You're pretty old. Yeah. What are you doing on TikTok, dude? Oh, wait a minute. I have nothing else. (laughs) Exactly.
1: Whatever happened to boredom? You know when you would just stand in line at the grocery store and just have nothing to do? So you just look at the magazines and the candy? Yeah, and you just kind of look around. Or or at the airport. Yeah. Waiting for a flight two Mm, hours early. Read a book. Or just do nothing. Walk around, look at things. And how
0: did you, like, be so creative when you... Only had a typewriter. No yeah. wonder so many books oh, weren't read. <laughs> so, no
1: wonder books sucked back
0: then. <laughs> I took typing classes. Oh yeah, great. I was like, this is the stupidest thing I ever. It is ever the dumbest did. thing ever. But now we have good keyboards. Now I don't have to. I don't know how to.
1: I still am. Oh, I still have to look at the keyboard. Yeah. I can't. Yeah, I can't type without it. But I think we're impeded by the ways of the world from being a bright light from things like, you know, social media just being a black hole that you get sucked into and oh look it's been two and a half hours of me just sitting here getting nothing done and it choosing it's it is really like the story of abraham where he could have just chosen to sit you know quote unquote on his phone for as long as he wanted because he had like servants and he had people that were feeding him grapes and all this stuff provided for him and that's kind of how it is when you just sit on your phone and it's like you know this is fine I can just do this.
0: So let's go back to. our, <laughs> our <topic. laughs> Right. Being a bright uh, light. But. Uh, so even this whole thing. Uh, being a baller for Jesus. Mm-hmm. This week at our church, they had a, a, a goals or what it was that goal. Uh, focus 2024. Oh, OK, yeah. And they asked us as a church to write down what we believe God's going to provide mm-hmm. and what. God's kind of calling you to do, yeah, and write them down. Mm -hmm. What did you think of that? I mean, and that's that's part of this, Lord. I want to become a a better human Mm -hmm. being, sure. And so it takes a decision. Mm -hmm. And how does that whole thing with writing things down work? Well, it's like I mean,
1: I'm sure there's psychology behind it, and there is truly where you you. I mean, people call it manifesting or whatever, but it it is registered differently in your mind when you write something down because it's kind of like, you know, when you'd go to detention and they'd make you write lines of, I will not talk to class. I will not talk to class. I'm sure you have experience with that. I refuse to do it. You I'm did like, do yeah, it? I'm not doing it. What are you going to do? <laughs> Give <me laughs> another detention?
0: Yeah, okay. I, go, right. I got nowhere to go. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> just beat the system. Who cares? Yeah, I'll show you. That's right. <laughs> I'll show you. I'll, I'll hurt me to show you. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to try to kill you by drinking this poison. <laughs> right.
1: The whole point of writing lines and writing things down or even just saying it out loud is that it it can kind of rewire your brain a little bit and it's it's kind of like i read a study that i read a study i heard somebody talk to me about something that they read actually there you go that's that's what actually the truth comes out yeah my psychology teacher told me something about if you if you were feeling sad if you're just not feeling happy even faking a smile can trick your brain into feeling happier. When you write things down, when you write out goals as the church is uh, doing right now at the beginning of the year, then you you're kind of rewiring your brain to I guess fo- you know focus on these things and be more deliberate about your goals because you can just kind of like say in my head, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna stop watching social media for a week. I'm gonna stop doing this for a month. And it's kind of like we did the fast and people will just kind of be like, well, you know, maybe I'll do this. But when you write it down and when you bring other people into it, you get more serious about it. When you have accountability, accountability, exactly. And then it becomes hard to go back because you've got people around you saying, hey, I'm going to hold you accountable to this. Like my roommate has been telling me, hey, I want to start going to bed at a better time because this is getting bad. I'm like, yeah, you're telling me I'm trying to go to sleep and you're still watching YouTube videos and you got the lights on. But you bring somebody else into it and it's a lot easier to accomplish those goals. So while
0: you were talking, I got bored. Uh-huh. and looked at, <laughs> See, there you go. There you go. He was on his phone. He got bored. No. Um, Philippians four, eight. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable. Mm-hmm. If anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Mm. And so, yeah, there you go. You are you 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 are well. They say you are what you eat, but mm-hmm. you, you are what you think. You are what you think. Mm-hmm. You are what you read. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You said you want to know what someone's doing. Look at look at their checkbook. Look at the anything what they're reading. Mm-hmm. And yeah. and uh, you want to know where their heart is? Go check their checkbook. Yeah. Because that's where they're spending their money. Yes. Um, but 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 putting your mind on things from above, mm-hmm. it's not easy. Yeah. But Cause. the reward is that you're like, okay, why does that person have peace? Mm. Well, because he's not, he's not got a list of people. Like remember in, um, and, uh,
1: <laughs> I don't know what Billy Madison, Billy Madison. What do you mean? Remember when in Billy Madison, you think I even know what that
0: is? The movie Billy Madison with Adam. Are you joking? No. Billy Madison, Billy Madison with Adam Sh- Sandler.
1: Is that the name of the movie? Yeah. Oh, I never heard of it. Uh. I guess I should. Watch I need it, a huh? new part. You need to watch it.
0: <laughs> Whoops! But anyway, it's a stupid comedy. Which uh-huh. I think he's the funniest person in it. Adam world. Sandler's the best. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, it's called Billy Madison. Mm-hmm. Well, in the back, they have this guy. Part of the movie. This is probably totally inappropriate, but we'll go there. Yeah. There's this guy when during the graduation because mm-hmm. he's got to go back to school. Yeah. Anyway, there's a guy in the back that's going to shoot uh, shoot him, mm-hmm. um, and. Uh, Okay, I'm getting it mixed up. Well, anyway, they show a scene where Billy calls the guys up. And he, he says, hey, I'm really sorry for being mean to you in high school and all mm. those other kids. And he's like, oh, okay. I, okay, no, no problem. Thanks a lot. I really appreciate that. And he hangs up the phone. And he turns mm-hmm. over and he scratches his name off this list of people I want to kill. <laughs> <laughs> if it's on TV, they, yeah. have it, they have it blurred out. Really? Yeah, on TV, they've got it oh politically goodness. correct. Yeah. But if you rent it. Which you oh, shouldn't yeah. because it's really a stupid it's inappropriate. movie. It's a pretty stupid. movie. Well, it's an Adam Sandler movie. Yeah. Anyway, but it's like you live this life of resentment, mm-hmm. and and we have this list of people that we're going to get back one day. Yeah, yeah. And and be free, man.
1: Oh yeah, let that go, man. Be
0: free. Uh-huh. I, I I'm I'm so busy, and forgiveness is about when. Okay, we're going down a different path.
1: <laughs> it's, it's it's good. Well, these are all tenets of being a bright light is forgiveness and because i think really what it is is it's because we're going through certain things right now that's what people want to hear is we're being authentic and it's we're meeting a lot of resistance right now the truth be told and that's what doing the faith walk is and as you listen here you'll understand more and more it's like oh no we're not just saying it because it sounds cool to be like and then when you go on the adventure you'll fight the dragon meet resistance like no this really happens like you'll start to notice when you're following christ it's like oh this isn't easy this doesn't mean that all of my problems are solved right. it means that i have a comforter through my problems now right which is the best thing
0: and i have someone to turn to mm-hmm. at all times at the end of the day we believe that if you have jesus in your heart you'll mm-hmm. go to heaven that's absolutely that's the basic concept. amen that's yeah basic i love to say to people <laughs> short of that but it also <laughs> says in this life you will have troubles too mm-hmm. and what yeah. we're saying is how do you get through troubles you right. you have a plan and say, yes. I, I want to go, and I want to walk, yeah. and, and power and authority, and I want to be a bright light when people see me. I don't mm-hmm. want people going, oh, crap, here comes Chris. Yeah, oh, geez, you're Turn. Chris. Turn. don't look, go down don't another look. aisle, Move, run. go down the other <laughs> aisle.
1: <laughs> <laughs> now, that's what I love about one of uh, Paul's main teachings is, like, the new creation has come. This is the new creation, and so you, you look at this perspective of, like, okay, well, Jesus's whole thing was the kingdom of God is coming, and if the kingdom of God has come with Jesus' arrival. Now the Holy Spirit's like, this is the first part of our eternal life. Like, I love to tell people like, hey, I'm going to live forever. And they're like, okay, whatever. And I'm like, no, like I'm literally going to live forever. It's Like, sure, I'll die, but my spirit won't perish. Right. I'm going to wake back up and I'm going to live, you know, heaven on earth here for the rest of my life. But the first part of that is that you're
0: being prepared for that rest of your life now. I used to argue with guys at the fire station and my statement always was, you know, they're like, well, how do you know that? I go, well, I'd mm-hmm. rather live life believing there was a God mm-hmm. and finding out there wasn't than believing there wasn't a God and finding out there was. Yes. There and you go. So, I mean, I know that's, that's like cheap faith, mm-hmm. but the the truth is it's like, oh, okay, God, I, I'm willing to do that. Yeah. Can we end with this? Yeah. Unless you have something else, to say. no, no. So God is always coming towards you. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter where you're on the spectrum. Yeah, but being in the room, God is always like coming for you. They talk about diff- different stories in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but God's coming at you, not like like us. Like, well, if they want to make up, they're going to have to come to me. Yes. Yeah. They're going to have to come and kiss my ring. Mm-hmm. But that's not how God works, right? God's like. Oh no! I what? What? What needs to happen? Mm-hmm. You need forgiveness. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I forgive you. Come I'll down. meet you there. Yeah, I'll meet you there. And yeah. that's the great thing about being a Christian. Just like going, mm-hmm. um, just open your eyes and say, "Okay, God, I, I'm willing to come towards you." Yeah,
1: that's all he's asking. That's, that's it. One I mean, step. Revelation. I stand at the door and knock. All you got to do is open it up. Hello. You just. Open the door. Just accept it. It's a free gift, and you don't have to go do anything for it.
0: So, if you want to be a baller for Jesus,
1: this is how you do God. it. Ask, ask God. God.
0: Ask God. Ask Say, "What? What do you want me to do?" Yeah. There you go. And write it down, and, and then, then go it do down. it. And then go do it. Boom. <laughs> ha ha.
1: Peace. See ya.